Hello and welcome back to the Dear Fellow Black Single Mom podcast. I am your host Cass and I just want to take a moment to say thank you so much to all of you who are already listening and tuning in weekly. Your support means so much to me and it's one of the biggest reasons why I'm doing this podcast because I feel like we need more of our stories out there and by our I mean Black single moms, I think we really do need to have more of a platform and just more visibility in popular culture. So I'm so excited to know that other people are tuning in. And one of the things that I do want to do is do a segment where I answer some of your questions. And although I'm definitely not a licensed professional, I do have some gems and some wisdom that I've acquired throughout the years during this journey that I would love to share. So if you have a question that you want to ask in relation to Black single motherhood, send an email to dearfellowblacksinglemom at gmail.com. Again, that is Dear fellow black single mom at gmail.com. That is my email address. And if you guys also just have any feedback, any comments, want to share some love, anything, honestly, I would love to hear from you guys. Feel free to shoot me an email and um, continue to listen and tune in. The podcast will be dropping new episodes every single Monday until the end of the season. So please continue to come back on Mondays to see um, the next episode. And uh, I think that's it for announcements. So let's jump into this next episode. So in the last episode, I talked about my relationship and getting back together with my ex and everything that happened the second time that we tried to be together and basically ending up not being together again and having a really messy breakup and also being really stressed out when we were together and still not having a plan, not having very much figured out. And so now I'm at the end of April of 2018, I'm five months pregnant and I'm feeling really low because at that time I was still very much so in love with my ex. I had feelings for him and I couldn't get it out of my mind that I could do this without us being together. For some reason, I really had a hard time letting go and feeling confident enough to raise my son while co-parenting. I just, for whatever reason, really felt like, no, I have to be with this man in order for us to raise our son successfully. But I knew that I still wanted to be in a healthy place when my son was there and I wanted to have a plan. I wanted to make sure we had a roof over our heads and that I had the things that I needed to take care of him. So even though I wasn't feeling that great, I still had a little motivation to take the next step forward. And honestly, all I could do was take the next step forward for that day. I couldn't really think too, too far ahead. And so I would go to work every single day with a smile on my face, trying to make it seem like everything was going well in my my life, but really everything felt like it was falling apart. And 
it was hard sometimes to go to work and put a smile on my face and fake it because I didn't really, I didn't tell anybody what was going on. There was probably like two of my friends who I worked with at the time who understood and knew some of what I was going through. But other than that, I really didn't share too much of my personal life at my job. And so I felt like I had to go in there and put a smile on my face and make pretend that everything was great and that I had everything figured out in terms of planning and preparing for my son. I think a lot of people assumed that I was with my son's father at the time and I didn't correct them, you know, because I was like, I don't wanna explain. I don't wanna divulge too much information of my personal life. I just wanna come in, do my work and go home. But one morning I just felt like I could not do it. I didn't have the energy and the strength to fake it. So I called in sick that day and I took that day to figure out what I was going to do. I felt like I needed the time and the space to really think about what was going to be my plan because like I mentioned, I was five months pregnant and I knew that time was ticking. I didn't have much longer and so i decided that morning to go to my prayer place which is where i went when i really needed to get away and be totally focused on god and have no distractions and just pour out my heart so i went to my prayer place the same place that i went um in episode one and I just, I told God everything. I poured out my heart to him and I just let him know how uncertain I was, uh, how afraid I was for the future and how overwhelmed and stressed out I was that I didn't have a plan yet. And I asked him like, what, what is it that you want me to do, Lord? Because you promised me that if I went through my pregnancy, that you would help me and you would provide for me every single step of the way and you would provide for my son every single step of the way and you would ensure that when he came, I would be prepared and that he would have everything that he needed. And so I truly believed that that was a promise that God made to me. And so once I finished my monologue <laughs> talking to God, he let me know that I needed to move back to my parents' home. And once he said it, I immediately was just like, no, Lord, like this is the last thing that I want to do because my friends and just other people that I had disclosed my situation to had suggested like, hey, maybe you need to move back in with your parents. And every time I heard that suggestion, I shut it down. I was just like, no, I really don't think that's the best thing for me to do. And really, it was just the thing that I just did not want to do. I had finally moved out of my parents' house, finally was on my own, finally felt like an adult for the first time in my life and I just wanted to continue that journey. I wanted to continue to be on my own. I really didn't want to have to move back in with my parents even though I knew that they would be okay with it. It was just not part of my plans. But 
that really at that time that was the only option left because I had contacted every program that I was told to contact I had reached out to every person that I was told to reach out to and every single time I heard no and part of the reason was because my salary on paper looked like I made a lot of money and of course it was enough when I was just me myself but I was like I'm adding another person to the equation and so it's not going to be enough anymore but there really was no way around that so every single idea that I came up with or that somebody else had suggested was a dead end and I don't know perhaps it was God who was closing those doors because at the end of the day I ended up moving back in with my parents and perhaps that's what he wanted me to do but it was very frustrating and I remember many times at work just sitting in the bathroom stall on the third floor where nobody really went and just crying my eyes out because every time I heard no it was just like it felt like I was being kicked down and I, I felt like I really need help and these programs say that they help but they're not willing to help me and it was very frustrating to hear no and no time and time again knowing that the clock was ticking so finally when God said it and I stopped fighting it I felt his peace and I feel like his peace for me whenever I have a question or a prayer that I want answered and I feel God's peace that for me I take it I take it as confirmation that this is what he wants me to do so in that moment I knew without a doubt that he wanted me to move back in with my parents and once I felt that peace I also felt relief because now it's like okay it's a lot easier for me to figure out what my next steps are going to be because now the goal is to move back in with my parents by a certain date and by that point it was the end of April so I knew that like if I wanted to move back in and by June that May would be my final month in the apartment and that um, my last month's rent would already be taken care of so that rent money could be money that I would save and put in my savings account to buy things for my son. So things were becoming a lot clearer and I made a list of everything I needed to do, including contacting my landlord, talking to my roommate, putting out a listing for my room, getting someone to move in uh, before I needed to move out, figuring out what to do with my furniture, like a whole bunch of stuff. but. I felt good because now I knew exactly what I needed to do and prior to that I had been trying to figure out a solution and having also to deal with the stress of my relationship at that point it just made it very hard and difficult to come up with a plan so I felt good about coming up with a plan and that day I also went to the grocery store I remember and it was a beautiful spring summer day and not spring summer day it was a beautiful spring day and the weather was nice and so that lifted my spirit a little bit because like I said I was feeling really low that morning and I went to the library and I got myself 
some books some books were just for leisure because I missed reading and I realized like oh my gosh it's been a very long time probably since you started your relationship that you read a book just for fun and I realized that there were a lot of things that I stopped doing once I started dating my ex and so I got some books I also got some books about healing and moving on from a relationship and um, that was good because I, I just I really was committed to moving on even if I knew that I still had feelings for my ex I was like I know that I need to move on and I need to at least try my best do my part to do that so I got some books to help me out and then that month of May, I just continued to do the things that were on my list. Um, but I also, knowing that it was going to be my last month, I made it a point to really enjoy that space, to enjoy having some privacy, to be able to heal because I knew like once I moved back in with my parents, that kind of privacy wasn't really going to be available. And so uh, the following weeks, I talked to my landlord, I talked to my roommate, I talked to um, my parents, and everyone was pretty much on board. There were no extra hoops that I had to jump through. I was able to start packing as well and coordinate moving my stuff with my brother. Shout out to him. He would drive on the weekends to bring back some of my things little by little so that it wasn't like a huge move um, and I didn't have to pay for a moving company to do it which I was trying to be frugal because I had a baby on the way so that definitely saved me a lot of money and a lot of time and I just continued to work on my list that I made that day I also remember um, my church was having a conference, a women's conference, and for the last couple of years, I had always gone to the conference, but this year, I hesitated a little bit. I didn't know if I wanted to go. I think part of it was I didn't want to deal with people's stares because it was very obvious that I was pregnant. And prior to that, although I had been going to church, it was a lot easier to kind of cover up my my stomach and still go to church because, you know, I'm not married and I didn't have a ring on my finger. So for a while, I would say during my pregnancy, I was very self-conscious and I did feel a level of shame and guilt about being pregnant and not being married because that message had been jammed down my throat my entire life and you know unfortunately um, a lot of people in my family were very judgmental about my pregnancy and um, although I never heard anyone say anything at my church there were times where people would kind of just look at me a certain way and like I could tell what they were thinking and so that made me very insecure and and it's something that I had to work through I, I would say now I have no shame no guilt whatsoever about the fact that I did get pregnant and I'm not married and that I'm a black single mom like I have absolutely no shame in fact it's something that I'm proud of and it's something that I openly share with people because I'm like 
it's my story and a lot of times people don't know like why it is that you're a single mom it's like I can say that I'm a single mom because I didn't want to be in a relationship that was toxic. I didn't want to try to make it work and have my son grow up around such toxicity and abuse. And so I feel like at the end of the day, I have peace of mind knowing that I made a decision that many probably disapprove of, but that gives me um, a level of joy and contentness because I did something that really truly was the best outcome and best decision for me. And honestly, um, this is going to be in a couple of episodes, but once I really truly did move on from my son's father, like my life took off, like things got so much better. So I think that's also another reason why like I will never let anybody else make me feel shame or guilt about my story because it's like I did I truly did make the right decision but I'm going off on a whole tangent so um, my friend a very good friend of mine actually was like you know what we should go to the conference and I was like, you know what, I guess I will go. If she's gonna be there, then it's like, I won't be alone. We can go together and it'll be it'll be fine. And so I enjoyed going to the conference in the past because the praise and worship was always wonderful. And I always left feeling so encouraged and filled up and inspired with the word of God. And just, you know, I, I would get a boost of energy. And if there was ever a time that I needed a boost of energy, it was then. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go. And the first night is just praise and worship. And then the following two days is sessions that you can go to. So I took off the time from work or whatever. And then I went in the first night, the praise and worship was amazing. And it was honestly, it was just what I needed. I felt like I came into the sanctuary feeling heavy and I left feeling at least a little bit lighter. You know, I wouldn't say like everything magically transformed through the praise and worship, but I definitely felt a little bit better. And as the conference progressed, I felt better um, because I just felt like God was speaking directly to me. He was using these women, these preachers to speak to me and my situation. And they were filling me with such hope and encouragement and letting me know that I still had a future. Like this would not be what took me out. This would not be the thing that I would never be able to overcome. And I needed to hear those messages. So I definitely enjoy the conference. They even had um, a woman who was like doing makeup, free makeup sessions. And I decided to go ahead and get my makeup done. And that same day, I also got my nails done and my eyebrows done. And I decided for the conference to dress it up and just put a little bit more time and effort into my appearance than I had before. And I looked good and just 
looking good actually helped me to feel good as well and I was getting lots of compliments and people were saying like my pregnancy glow was showing through and I really I remember feeling really really good during those conference days and um, just feeling more hope and encouragement about the future I also booked an appointment to have my car detailed inside and out and that was really important for me because I think I mentioned in the last episode that my ex used my car a lot. I let him use it. And even after we broke up, it was kind of like his scent was still in the car and his energy was still in the car and even some of his things were still in the car. So I was like, I need to get him out of this car because I don't really want, I don't want that. You know, I'm moving on. I'm trying to move forward with my life and I don't want to see him or see anything that would remind me of him. So once I took my car to get detailed and I got it back, it was so brand new and shiny and it smelled good again. And I just, I was doing a lot of things that um, just helped me to move on and move forward with my life. and. Um, getting my car detailed was definitely one of those things and I was just so happy that it looked like it used to look it looked and felt like my car again instead of my access car and so um, also while I was packing up like I made sure to go through my things and throw out anything that reminded me of my ex or anything that he ever gave me I threw out so I was definitely going through like a purging process and taking a lot of actions that um, reminded me of like who I used to be and I needed that because after sometimes after you date someone especially if you date the wrong person you come out of the relationship not knowing who you are anymore not being as confident as maybe you were before you got into the relationship and I know that was my case so I also spent that month just going out more as much as my pregnancy would allow I'm spending more time with my friends spending more time cooking food that I enjoyed uh, going to the nearby park that was down the street from my apartment and just doing a lot more things and I feel like that conference was what gave me the energy to do all of these things because you know prior to that week I was not feeling good and so I spent a lot more time dressing up for myself um i went like thrift shopping to get myself like some clothes because my clothes are starting not to fit and i was like well i need i need some new clothes i don't want to spend a ton of money and i love thrifting i love thrifting so uh there was one day after work where i went thrift shopping and it was honestly the first time that i bought myself maternity clothes up to that point i had just been wearing a lot of my clothes that could stretch out or um, that were like baggy already so you know I took some care of myself like I really took care of like my outer appearance and I was just enjoying more time alone I knew that once my son was here that was gonna change although I did not know to the extent that was gonna change Uh, thankfully my pregnancy wasn't physically um 
exhausting for me like I didn't have any major physical ailments with my pregnancy so I was still able to get sleep and everything so I was just really enjoying my time and enjoying myself and honestly it was the first time in the five months since I'd been pregnant that I actually was enjoying being a pregnant woman and I was also starting to feel more confident about myself and my situation and just more confident about the future, the outlook, you know, um, seeing that I could save more money now made me feel really good. And I went shopping, I think like the last weekend that I had at the apartment, I went shopping at Babies RS and they were having a going out of business sale. And I was like, well, I'm definitely going to go and take advantage of that. And there was a thankfully a Babies RS not too far from where I lived. So I went shopping for my son for the first time and I had such a good time like buying him things. It just made it more real. Like, oh snap, I'm really about to be a mom out here. And it honestly also made me more excited. Like I couldn't wait to be able to use the things that I was buying on him. And I feel like it was um, also uh, kind of a test because in that store, like, of course, it's a baby's RS, so there are gonna be other people going there to shop for their babies or whatever and I remember when I was there like I went by myself and I saw a lot of other people who were there with who I assumed was their partner of course I could be wrong but I saw a lot of women with people who seemed like they were their partners or their spouse and I definitely remember like thinking like oh I wish I had you know my ex here with me to do this how much more fun it would be but then I snapped out of it and I was like girl you love to shop you don't need him here to do this like it's okay everybody's situation is different and your situation is different but that doesn't matter like you're here enjoy the moment enjoy your baby um and just make the most out of this moment don't worry about these people don't compare yourself to them because you also have no idea what their lives are like or what their relationships are like and one day like whoever it is that god has for you will be in your life and so i was giving myself like this pep talk while i was walking around and eventually i was able to get out of my head and just enjoy being there and buying things for my son and not comparing my situation to somebody else's situation but that month was honestly my turning point it was the month that I truly began to enjoy my pregnancy and the month where I finally felt like I could relax and breathe and not be so stressed out all all the time so um yeah that was the month of May and everything that happened as I tried to heal and move forward with my life and if you guys you know like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode if you guys have any questions please feel free to send them to my email address which is dearfellowboxingomom at gmail.com I honestly would just love to hear from you guys and again thank you so much for tuning in and listening and continuing to come back week after 
after week. It means so much to me. And I will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.